You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! the pipes. Hello everyone and welcome to Drinks with Johnny coming to you on a rare Saturday as I'm joined here today by my co-hosts Brandon Lombardo, Sam Hawkins. Uh, we haven't had the band together in a couple weeks here boys so uh, how are you guys doing today? That is the worst response <laughs> and delay. I always talk. I was literally being like Today's the day. I'm not gonna overtalk, Brandon. No. Brandon. <laughs> I just wanted. I wanted oh the awkward. Oh my god, pause. that was like so it. awkward and bad. <laughs> I love it. To start We're rusty, the show. dude. And by the it's way, been happy, too long. happy holiday weekend to you guys and everybody else. Happy Labor Day uh, is on Monday. Hope everyone is in route while they're listening this, listening to this, to having fun, or maybe they're just having fun listening to us. I don't know. Maybe they like the awkward pauses at the beginning of their podcast, and that's why they subscribe to us but um yeah what do you guys got planned for this weekend i'm gonna go get drunk after this i think you know that's that's the plan that's the big plan i don't know what it is i'm just gonna go get drunk probably their location or destination (laughs) no it doesn't matter you don't need one (laughs) wherever the car takes me (laughs) just kidding you're gonna be really easy to kidnap dude (laughs) (laughs) what who would want to kidnap me i don't know I feel like I'm too old for kidnapping. Okay, so it's not kidnapping. You'd be abducted. It's abducted at this You'd point, be abducted. right? You'd be really easy. Is to that what it is? Yeah, they just say, like, here, get in the car. I got some booze for you and a place to drink them. <laughs> I heard the local you do uh, yeah. treadmill guy is, is worried you're taking his uh, sales and he might steal you, too. Yeah. That would actually be hilarious, dude. A battle of, like, just used treadmill salesmen. I feel I would be a movie starring Will Ferrell. I could oh, definitely yeah. see that, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking about movies, I finally, I've been a fan of Trevor Moore for years. I was at a hotel the other night, mm-hmm. and Miss March came on, and I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Oh my god, I it's an amazing it movie. It's great. That's why I was, that's where I was a fan of Trevor before he came on the show a few years ago. Like that was, I we used to watch. I mean, I talked about it on the episode, yeah. like how we all watched it on the bus together, and like, oh my god, the bus scene alone. Where she I did, flies so, out of the back is so amazing. It's so real too because they do a, the longest awkward pause where he just stands there staring at it like, <laughs> "What do I do?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's real." Like you'd be like, "Is this real?" Like what? <laughs> and it goes on a beat longer, which always makes things that much more funny when it just that awkward, like awkward pauses. Yeah, awkward pauses are great. Apparently. Yeah, no, I loved it. Yeah. And there's a lot of people in it that I didn't realize. Yeah, like yeah. So it was good. It's a great movie. It's a great fucking movie. So if anyone ha- listening hasn't watched Miss March, 
go ahead and watch that. Then you can watch Trevor Moore episode. The late great, favorites. the late great Trevor Moore. Um, but yeah, way to bring me down on that one, by the way, Sam. <laughs> I'm celebrating. You should uh, be happy. Yeah, I am so, yeah, let's celebrate it. Miss March was a great movie. Um, so yeah, we got some stuff to talk what's about. What's new in week. your world? Uh, yeah, what's new in your world, dude? Man, dude, man. Um, you know, just uh, just been busy. I'm leaving again in another couple weeks here. And uh, for the road, going to be hitting it up with uh, Falling in Reverse and Kim Dracula in the in the states here, doing another states run, starting in Florida. So just uh, getting all my ducks in a row for it, man. Like I was thinking about it before we were, before we came on. I was like, if that question, if you guys were kind enough to ask me how I was doing, because I always ask you how you're doing, um, that it would. I, I don't. I I don't even know. I've been super busy, and I don't even know what the hell I've been doing. Like it's just. <laughs> it's like. I think a lot of listeners and a lot of people can relate to that. I'm sure you guys can relate to that too. You like look back, it's like the week's the week's done. You know you were super busy and you have no idea what the fuck you accomplished. Bro, not even the week. Like fucking I look back and I'm like, oh, March was yesterday. And it's right. fucking September now. Like, uh, come on. I don't know where the last six months went. I know what I did at la- uh last Sunday though, and that was watch all in AEW. Live from Wembley Stadium in London. Damn, that was a good show. What a show. That was what a good a show. show. Uh, hey, man, they they put on a hell of a fucking performance, man. That was, <sighs> dude, that was awesome. From tail to tip, dude, it was, it was, it was insane. Like, honestly, watch even the 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 dark matches or the or what do they call it? The zero hour the matches. Zero hour. Yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa. I mean, having MJF and Adam Cole fight twice and they win the Ring of Honor championship at the beginning and then at the very end put on that epic match with the with the swerve on it and everything and the, they're still together after all of it, you know. I was I thought that was going to be the splitting point, you know. I thought that I didn't know I, what was going to happen there. I thought that was the best swerve. There was no swerve, you know. Yeah. Like that was it. Like it was so good. It man because everyone, because everyone like me was probably expecting like that match between the two of them to give bad blood, and then the, what do you do with the Ring of Honor Championship belts? You know, like yeah, that's what I, I was dude. expecting. And no, not at all. Like the friendship is real. <sighs> it's so good. I and I'm I'm glad they didn't split them up because dude, they're, they're they're too good of a tag team together. No, MJ. I think they realize the gold they have there. Let's stretch that as far as we can because everyone's enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, I never, I didn't expect to see MJF kind of go halfway babyface. I mean, he's still MJF, but like kind of a babyface this at this juncture already. You know, I thought I thought eventually it would happen, but like I didn't think they it would work out. But it just seemed to, I mean, as a viewer, it just seemed to fall into place. But I think like I, obviously they know what they're doing. Um, in Who's the, MJF's tag team? Who you guys are talking about? Adam Cole. It's him and Adam Cole. Oh, Adam Cole's with out. Yeah. Uh, Where have you been, dude? It's been like months now. Are dude? He's in I'm the locker the room role watching of the them have sex. Never watched. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he's in the locker room watching them have sex. Yeah, I only that. saw the locker room. <laughs> well, then if heads. you were in the locker room, you saw the scuffle. Wait a minute. A I know that this is a funny online. joke. Between oh, I was the cleaning us, up. I know I, that myself, this is a funny joke between the three of us, but like, we do know people over at AW. We shouldn't be saying that they're having sex in the locker room. You know. We're not saying that those are the people that were having sex in the locker room. We're just saying that some people are, and Sam's watching them. <laughs> <laughs> My thing. 
<laughs> it's my thing. But no, if you were in the locker room, Sam, you caught the scuffle between CM Punk and Jack Perry that's been uh, breaking the internet here lately. Oh, right after CM took a shit, he went and did that. Yeah, I saw that part. <laughs> Just kidding. John, wow. are you watching all the wrong you parts? also watch him I'm take watching shit. the wrong parts of the, the yeah. locker room. <laughs> no, I didn't hear about that, Brandon. I don't know how I missed that all week. Like a real life scuff? Or... Look, man, I don't know. This is you, I'm just reiterating what's being put out there on the. So say it again. I I, I talked. So the backstory from this starts a couple weeks ago on Collision. Apparently, Jack Perry was doing a stunt that involved real glass, and CM Punk kind of put the kibosh on it and said no. So in the zero hour match, I don't know if you caught it, John, but there's a point where they do something with a car, and Jack Perry looks at the camera and says, "And this is real glass, cry me a river." Yeah, no, I, did, I didn't realize that that was from the collision the night before. I just loved the spot because it reminded me of Bloodsport. I was like, yes, dude, Bloodsport, let's go. Yeah, so apparently there was a, a little scuffle back uh, backstage because CM Punk took offense to that and asked Jack Perry if they had a problem and then turned into someone getting pushed. Maybe Jack Perry got put into a guillotine choke. Someone broke it up. Monitors fall on Tony Khan and this all happens right before Punk's match before he goes out and they don't even know if Punk's going to have the match. Wow. That's what they're reporting, huh? That's what, that's what they're reporting. Again, I wasn't there. I don't fucking know. Yeah. No, that's all very interesting to me. I mean, yeah, it's so weird, man. Some of the stuff that's like, you know, uh, our friend Medusa actually had a fun post. I, I didn't get it. I mean, I didn't fully get it till now, but I, you know, just knowing the controversy around CM Punk, she said, you know, she had a post with her and CM Punk and said the most controversial wrestler today and CM Punk. And I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, that guy, I mean, it just seems to, for whatever reason, whether it's kayfabe, whatever, whatever the case may be, but, I mean, it seems to follow him, these scuffles in the in the locker room. I don't know if that's... Uh, it's hard to, with just listening how the lines get blurred with, like, MJF, of what is just keeping in character on and off and what is really that person. I mean, right. we're all human. You can snap. There are people who do that. And then there's other people who just know how to... I mean, look, we're talking about it. It's pretty interesting, you know? It's very interesting because you don't know. That's the... And that's another brilliance of wrestling. Like I'm not, yep. I'm not throwing shade on anyone involved in the story. I don't have a fucking, no. I don't know. I don't have a clue what it was all about. That that, like like Brandon said, you're you're reading secondhand information and trying to form yeah. an opinion on it. Like that's yeah. silly. But but at the end of the day, it's entertaining. It's very entertaining. It it took enough time for me to say, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend some time reading these articles because I'm interested. So yeah. at the very least, it's entertaining and. I hey, I'm, I'm all for it, man. Controversy cr- creates uh, cash, as Eric Bischoff says. And pens, so yeah, McMahon should have just come out as a new character where he's like the offender, and he's like now the sex offender, and he's like, no, nah, dude, I didn't really do that. It was all character, and then you could just then people will think he's not. now that see now that's wrestling turning it up to eleven right there. Yeah, it's well, taking the real I blur the lines. It- <laughs> dude, have you watched uh, Dark Side of the Ring at all? I have. I've, I, I mean, this last season, I guess. No, I say. I've only watched a few episodes from like season one. They're just, they get heavy, man. And I'm like, they usually, do. Usually when I, you know, as you guys know, as parents, like you only get a finite amount of time to watch what yeah. you want on the TV. And it's usually at late at night. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to think about this before I go to bed. All right. Well, dude, watch the Marty Janetti episode because 
I'm going off of what Sam here is saying about having it be a gimmick. This man straight up admits to murdering someone, but then says, oh, no, no, no. This was all just part of a character that I was doing. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's fucked up, bro. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. That's yeah, interesting. That, yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch that stuff, but, you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get into it. But let's get back to all in all right yeah we're off the rails totally off the rails <laughs> by the way um but yeah no what were some of the other things about all in that you enjoyed brandon i loved that they paid the royalties or whatever they had to do to get the license to play fucking queen to have soraya come out with her family and win that title that was awesome but she did win i was wondering because you yeah. guys were talking about yeah whole family no. there whole did family was there. it was a really special moment i loved the match it made sense in theory, not in shoot theory. I think it made sense in shoot theory to give her the title. For yeah. the kayfabe storyline, I didn't love it, if I'm being honest. Like, it's, there's, it, it just, as I said before, like, why is, why is uh, Shakita in, have to win a title to even be in the, the fourth person in the match that's for her title at the time? Tony Storm and I mean just a few weeks ago we were still looking up at them as the outsiders together and it just it wasn't like the storyline had built to it you know properly no dude it was hey we know what the end goal is this is where we are now let's mix a lot of fucking things together to try to get there and yeah that's, that's what happened I absolutely mean. which I mean you know yeah. it's not it's not throwing shade I'm just saying that no. it just it was that was I understood why Soraya, uh, Soraya had to win the, win the title. And it totally makes per- perfect sense. And congratulations to her. And congratulations yeah. to her whole family. What a special moment, yeah. as you said, to be in front of 80,000 people plus and getting that title um, in her home, you know, basically her hometown. You know, that's yeah. like, that's got to be, that, that's the shit of full circle dreams coming coming to reality, you know, and it's... Uh, I uh, couldn't be uh, happier for her. Hey, we're going to, maybe I'll get a, a chance to talk to her in a few weeks about that when uh, Ronnie's out on tour with us. Yeah, that'd be awesome, dude. But my major props to her. That was, that was a moment. That was probably one of the highlights for me out of that whole, uh, whole show. Yeah. No, it was really cool. Um, yeah. It, back to CM Punk. Okay. The CM Punk in, uh, in Samoa Joe match, I loved. That was a good match. Dude, match. he pulled out the Pepsi plunge at the end. Haven't seen that in a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, hey. Yeah. It was a special match for him, I guess, you know. Um, I, I also want a, a, another another story that you don't know how much is shooting kayfabe. The quote-unquote real AEW world title. I, I, I kind of love it. I kind of want to see what they're, how they're going to unify this. At some point, that has to come to a head, right? I mean, you can't just keep that going. Or are they just going to yeah. name it the collision title, and then you'll have the dynamite <laughs> title? And, like, I don't know. There's, that, I mean, obviously, creatively, you can, you can use your imagination and go anywhere you want. But yeah, I, I, that's, that's, in, that's another interesting storyline to me. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see where that one goes long term. There's yeah. definitely something brewing. I just don't know what. Yeah. Um, I, I'll tell you what. One match that I was just like blown away. I think best in ring match that or one of the best FTR and the Young Bucks, dude. Yeah, that was great. That was a fucking great match. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I mean, you knew in ring that was going to be great for sure. And yeah. and going back to, you know, 
the quote unquote shoot stuff that we heard about last year, you know, FTR yep. was siding with, with CM Punk after the, scu- uh, after the scuffled from, well, I guess it's two years ago now in Vegas after, after that whole thing went down. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a little wild, like to, that they obviously got back together and bygones be bygones or whatever, or maybe there is still some tension, but they're like, hey, we got to get this match together, you know? Yeah, That's, I, I I think just hands down, those are two of the best tag teams in wrestling right now, and that was probably like one of the the shining moments of tag team wrestling you'll see this year. Absolutely, maybe in the past couple of years, honestly, like those guys nailed it. Yeah, great stuff, man. Great stuff all around. How about the how about our boy Darby and Sting? Uh, <laughs> Bro, how does Darby have a spine right now, dude? Like for real. He's that a, that dude just said, "Nah, fuck it. I don't care what this casket's made out of. I'm gonna do a coffin drop onto it." Mm-hmm. That looked painful, man. You know, it's so funny though. Like, I I I gave up on like seeing if he was okay after stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, "I'm he's fine. Like he's fine." Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. Know. Like, yeah. Uh, it was a cr- incredible match, though. I mean, yeah. Again, it was. I I enjoyed it. I loved it. Again, I love this thing came out to uh, Metallica and owed to his WCW run. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I did. I didn't. I, well, I, I didn't remember it being a w- w- when did he come out to that? Uh, maybe 99. What Metallica oh, song? I don't remember that. What was it? It was Seek and Destroy, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Seek and Destroy. Yep. Yeah. Which, by the way, they had a uh, same weekend. Metallica was here in L.A. I didn't go. Just letting everybody know. Jason Momoa. <laughs> I saw that. Momoa. I saw he was in the in the pit. It's like viral nice. video of him going in the pit. Pretty cool. A lot of good pictures and videos from that. I know. I know some people that went. I just wasn't able to make it. So, um, but they they beat Taylor Swift for uh, most that. most uh, uh, highest attendance in a, uh, for an artist um, in a single night. So fucking Metallica, man, still doing it. Love him. Love him good to death, shit. man. Good. Great dudes, great band, fucking legends, living legends for sure, man. It's fucking cool as shit. I think Danny oh, Norsenop yeah. was actually asking, we were talking about like rock stardom and stuff. And I mentioned Guns N' Roses, Metallica's got to be up in there too. I think that, the, I think you still consider them rock stars for sure. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but you know. <laughs> it's a Saturday, nice. everybody. <laughs> well, well, it's it's broke Saturday. a record too. I don't know if you saw that. What's up? Taylor Swift just broke a, a movie record. She sold more tickets in one day than any other movie, I think AMC said. Uh, they, she beat Spider-Man Far From Home with her video coming out of her Eras tour. So oh. I didn't even know that was She's a just thing. destroying everywhere. Is it just a, is it just a live uh, Yeah, it's movie? like the live video, but they're doing oh, it yeah, in yeah. theaters. Metallica just so, did that, too. They did that with it and... Uh, yeah, I'm very aware there, this is becoming there, there's companies out there um, that are doing this. They're seeking out artists and, and doing this. Uh, and uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, and actually, congratulations to Taylor Swift on that, too. Like, that's that's no small feat as a musical artist to be able to do that. So, um, I mean, it's not technically a movie, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's cool money. 
Yeah, that's money. Wow. She's doing fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's doing fine before that too, Sam. She's yeah, been doing fine yeah. for a while. <laughs> hope that kid makes it. I hope that kid makes it. <laughs> Shit, man. I love Taylor Swift, man. The music's so good. I listen to Dude, it every once in a while. I, I see. It. I got taken. I got to talk about this. Did so you have a with... perci- Did you have a particular set of skills? <laughs> nice ball. Uh, I don't. I watch people in the locker room. That's my skill. We, uh, we, my daughter was like, oh, they have these limited edition um, uh, pressings that are coming. They're only out for four because she had the 1989 album or whatever for two days. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll get this vinyl. So I do it. And then literally after those two days are over, they have, I now get this color for two, for two days only. And I was like, oh, well, fuck. I would just bought the regular one at the normal price if I didn't do that, but. I don't know. They're great marketing over there. Thanks for that, Sam. That was yeah. I really... don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was riveted <laughs> for you just going on an old man rant about how you didn't fucking how you spent two extra dollars on a fucking album. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. she's making all the money. Fuck, man. I have a fun Taylor Swift fact for you, and I did. I only believe who's it Taylor Swift. All... Who's Taylor Swift? It's Taylor Swift. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, did you know she used to babysit Jeff Jarrett's kids? No. That's amazing, though. Bless you. That was my wife. If you didn't hear on there, she sneezed down there. Uh, no, Jeff Jarrett's kids? How? Yeah, how wait, how did, how did they have that know, connection? Dude. I have no idea. I just saw a meme, and it was real. Like, it was Jeff Jarrett and his kids wait, wait. and Taylor Swift. You saw a meme and decided it was real? Yeah. yeah. Who's the old man now? <laughs> You want to talk hey, to my you know mom about you guys. emails that are real or not from God damn. <laughs> I mean, I hope it's true. Don't get me wrong. I think that's amazing. We should do some research before we just tell well, we got, I, I just sent you guys no, another no, no, meme. No. That, <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not about Margot Robbie saying that she did not wear underwear during Wolf of Wall Street. That, famous the, that Yeah, the scene where you where Leah would like the, obviously be able to see right up her dress. But is that sexual harassment? reverse you just no one's gonna say anything bad because it's margot robbie but like i'm sure they if it, discussed if, it if before. some dude just i don't well, you think he was just do you think he was just surprised by it i don't know i just i don't know I what's don't know. acting and what's i don't know all i know yeah i mean i yeah i i know a little bit when i was on that hgtv show i was walking around with my dick out and people were very upset <laughs> Know yeah, why. because it's just such a weird Beautiful looking dick. dick. It was. It's not because it's, it's not a normal looking dick, man. Like that's. It's not big. It's not small. But it's just weird. Like yeah. really flat. <laughs> the warts are a nice touch, though. I like this. Ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> and there it is. Barna- Barna- there Barnacle are. Brandon over there, dude. Barnacle Brandon. <laughs> Fuck, man. But while we're talking about weird dicks, I saw Dennis Rodman's going to be on collision tonight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a transition. Uh, I was drinking water at that time, too. Dude. Uh, that was got me. That was broken good. Broken not once, but twice, right? Yeah. <laughs> dude, I love that. You sent me that uh, uh, You sent me that text that was, or DM, whatever the fuck you were showing me. I can't wait for that tonight. I got to get caught up, though. I didn't, I didn't see Dynamite. I don't know if you did. Um, uh, I caught a little bit, yeah. I don't know. I just, I mean... Tony Khan really wants to lose his TV deal, huh? Dude. <laughs> Give Dennis Rodman a live mic. Let's see what happens. Oh, I think it's brilliant. I think it's fucking brilliant. It's so good. Like, I can't wait to... 
I can't wait to see what, what which Rodman shows up. You know, like yeah, oh yeah. You never know. That's that's and that's the brilliance of it. There, he's still a wild card. He's a you know him personally. I know him. You know, yeah. associately. Uh, you know, he's he's a great, nice guy. Most of, like, and then you see him sometimes. He just like can't like can't articulate what he wants to say all the time. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah, that's why I'm very curious to see like what tonight brings with this appearance. You saw he just got his face tattooed, right? Yeah, I saw. What did he get? I haven't seen that. It's a, oh, it's another face, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's someone else's face on his face. On his face. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting choice. It's an interesting yeah. choice. Very interesting. I don't. I don't. That's a bold choice. I don't think I could pull that off. I don't know a lot of people that could pull that off. Yeah, I remember when you got your face tattooed, Brandon. I was like. Wow, that's a commitment. That guy, that is a commitment when you get your face tattooed. And you know what it was? It was a flip of a coin. And I said, what am I going to get a face tattoo today? Of course it was. Landed. Of course it was with you. That's <laughs> that's well done. It's well done. Oh, but yeah. back to Rodman. You know, I I, I hope it's uh, something that isn't just a one and done, to be honest. I, I hope that the, Same. I hope that they, you know, obviously he's not going to be on regularly every week or anything like that, but... Uh, something similar to what he was doing when he was winning titles and, and coming on with Hulk Hogan for WCW. Yeah. Like that, that was amazing. You hear the stories like now, like when I listen to 83 weeks, weeks with Eric Bischoff as he uh, recants the story, uh, or I'm not sorry, recalls the story um, of, you know, Rodman would just bail from practice and not show up to practice that week while they were in the playoffs in <laughs> as the Chicago Bulls to go film uh nitro you know the 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 show and then the next night show up uh you know off right off the fl- uh right off the private jet straight into you know game 3 of the semi of the eastern conference semifinals and he just balls out and it's like that's that's a different breed man like like he just he is rodzilla man that's 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 Bro, that's the thing he still is like this dude will like party all day and then hit the gym the next morning and just be right on it. And like, he's, he's a monster, man. There's not a lot of people built like him. No. And not a lot of people. Like and him. he's just living and he lives, he lives his life, man, the way, you know, for the most part, I'm sure the way he wants to, you know, and that's, yeah. that's, that's what everybody, I think that's what everybody aspires to. Right. And I know I do like even every day, you know, you still get stuck with the rat race and stuff that you have to do and everything like that. But, you know, we only get this one life and, you know, what, you know, I, I philosophized about that on this show, but like at the end of the day, you only want to spend time doing what you want with the people you want. And when someone gets that close to it, like a Rodman, you can see, you know, he tries his best to get the closest to that in, in every moment. And I think that's, I th- I, that's really commendable, man. He's kind of like Let's one put- of the true, you talk about last rock stars. I know he's not a, music person but yeah but the, that was the requirement with danny the requirement was that oh was it was a musician rock. yeah you didn't listen to the episode fucking dick <laughs> yeah. I, only, I gotta zone you out every once in a while Do you, hey let's make a little friendly wager right now okay i know that in the past i think jericho appreciation society got in a little trouble for this will dennis rodman show up with a cigar tonight on tv are they are they not allowed to do that anymore can't promote smoking or it was at least frowned upon by uh was it tnt yeah i guess it, it's got to only be frowned upon because i've seen plenty of stuff with in 
I've seen plenty of stuff where they have, maybe they're not actively smoking it, but like even in WWE, not that long ago, they had like the poker stuff going on. I'm pretty sure I saw lit cigars back there. Remember the poker scenes that they were doing on SmackDown? But there's rules to it. Like Rock. you can have it lit as long as someone's not, di- I mean, there's, yeah, maybe that's there different. It. So if he just has cuts. it and has, like, could he just have it smoking as he walks? Is around, it critical not- to his character? No, it's just what he does. It's not, it's not, that's not no. a character. That's just no, that's, that's Dennis. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter where the fuck he's at. Like he was in Kim Jong Un's house smoking fucking cigars. Like he just walks around. Doesn't matter with a bag yeah. of fucking cigars everywhere he goes. All go- all yeah. great cigars, and just mm-hmm. fucking smokes when he feels like it. Doesn't ask. Doesn't care. He just does. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I mean, so, uh, so you want to make a wager? I, I say I say he's holding yeah. one. I don't think it's lit. I'd say he's holding one though. Okay, that's that's probably fair. Yeah, he's he's definitely gonna be holding one. I don't know if it'll be lit, but that's what I just said. You can't you yeah. can't name the same bet that I just said. <laughs> that's the bet I'm making. <laughs> All right, heads I win, tails I win. <laughs> now let's go get a fucking tattoo on our face. Fuck um, man. But hey, did you see the other thing that they announced for Collision tonight? It was another one that caught me. I was like. What? No, what is it? Ricky Starks will be challenging Ricky the Dragon Steamboat to a strap match. What? <laughs> so, like, obviously it's a red herring. Like, who's going to come out and, like, take the match? But, like, the strap match. They're, they're, uh, they're strapped they're, uh, by, their, by their wrist, basically, to each uh, other. And it's like a long, you know, it's... Yeah, they they have like leather matches that are similar, chain matches, or dog collar matches where it's around the neck. But it's basically yeah. it's a you know it's a strap that connects the two opponents to each other, and then they fight, and then they can use it to choke each other and do a bunch of. Like, I saw this in the locker room. I know each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> no, that was the strap on match. <laughs> oh, oh, that, yeah, oh that's what it was. <laughs> oh yeah. shit. Well, uh, uh, real quick before we put a bow on this, there was the other sad news, um, but he had a good life. Uh, the loss of uh, Bob Barker this past week. Um, that was actually one of those Mandela effects for me because I got to be honest. Right. I kind of thought he was already gone. Great. You're 100% right. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I saw the news and, you know, and I, I really rang home when I saw Adam Sandler uh, had posted about it. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. This is real. Um, I, well, not, not, not that I thought it was fake. I just thought the Mandela effect. I was like, no, didn't that happen before? At any rate, um, the legend uh, that was Bob Barker grew up watching him, telling me to spay and neuter my cats and dogs, uh, you know, for my young childhood, you know, staying home from school, pretending to be sick and watching The Price is Right was a staple in my house. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. And uh, Sam actually was on the show. And uh, Brandon went went too. Brandon, yeah. both of you guys were on. Well, he was I on wasn't on. Room. Sam, you you made it a lot further. Like I want to hear your story because you were you were in contestants row, right? Well, we'll we'll say table that because I thought we I thought oh. we were only doing a half hour. Here. Oh, this right. is a half hour. We'll talk about that another time. Well, yeah, no, I mean, don't I worry about it. Keep... I'm the timekeeper. You just hit thirty minutes. Okay. Okay. Well, do you want me to get into it? Yeah, let's get in. It's well, how long could it be? a story well, okay. about you how you go got under price is right <laughs> if it's anything like your last story <laughs> uh well i don't know i mean yeah i was on the price is right the short version is i went up i got to contestant role i did a bunch of research on how to get on 
and there is a formula I would say works because it worked for me. Brandon, what was your when you went? Did you try to? Did you? I think we might have talked before. Yeah. I tried to suck the guy off. He wouldn't do it. So like, how did uh, he? It yeah. works. Johnny's just shaking his head right now. <laughs> Why is it always go to a homophobic joke for, with you guys? What's We're not a phobic? We want to do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit! This is gonna yeah. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> um, no. So I've tried, dude. I I tried two or three times to get on, and like you just I don't know. It's a long process. I don't think people realize like the time before you actually like go and sit down in the audience it's like hours it's a six hour day yeah uh yeah so, so what's the process that worked for you so when i went so i went in like a church group <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're not doing <laughs> video on this one. it's audio only right now but it's, but brandon just made a gesture i think you all can get ga can gather where the side of his cheek got a little bit bigger <laughs> Basically, uh, you go, I was in a group, so I went with the church. And if you go with X amount of people, you're, you're kind of guaranteed that at least one person in your group will go. So that's one thing. The more people you can get, your odds are better. Uh, when I was in line, they have cameras everywhere from what I heard. So I didn't, basically before we walk on the CBS lot, you wait in line outside and then you go in this other line where you go to sign your life away and all that. Uh, but you're I always pictured that I'm being watched at all time. They're looking at. So I channeled my father in law who has ADHD and I'm like, I'm not going to stop moving the entire time I'm here. So I literally just started rocking to hype myself up and I didn't stop like just pretending to be happy. Or if I saw someone else like cheer, I'd be like, yeah, and just act like an idiot. So I also you get to a point after you zigzag through this line where you have like a, a row of uh, producers and they're screening, they they bring you up at like 10 at a time and you go up to this bar and then they go down the line and just kind of ask you questions of what you do, who are you, where you're from. And so some of the things that I heard before was you don't want to say you're from L.A. because everybody's from L.A. It's located in L.A. They want to show a little more diversity. So I said I was from Turlock, California, which is my hometown up north. So I wouldn't say where I was. Or maybe I said Huntington. I, I can't remember. You have a question? <laughs> Oh. No, no one has a question. <laughs> I just can't believe. Well, maybe it was Huntington. I don't know. I fucking just told him something. It wasn't LA. <laughs> I'm trying to go fast through this. I feel like this is already. You're going to go fast. Yeah, you can I tell can the actual it. story, though, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Tell the story because I'm visualizing all this. I've been yeah. there. I know that bar that you stand up against and that yeah. long. Yeah. I, I like this. Well, the guy who produces it now, I guess, has been there forever. So the same guy who's interviewing you has done this a million times. He was there when the Bomb Barker days. A lot of the back house, I, from what I researched at that time, were the same. So I kind of knew what I was walking into. So the other thing they say is, A, you don't want to be from L.A. And the other thing is you want a unique job. So if you have a job, you put a spin on it. So I was with Tom, our friend, for example. And I kind of told this. So he, when he got asked, they said, what do you do for a living? And he goes, I'm Batman. And they're like, what? He goes, no, really. He goes, I save people. I'm, I'm like Batman. I'm actually a police officer. He's, it made them stop and talk to him. Mm -hmm. So uh, when it got to me, I said, uh, I'm a project manager or whatever. But the real 
uh, job I have is president of the George Gray fan club, which is the announcer. So I was like, you want to show that, you know, the show and have a fun spin on things. So I grazed over what my real job was, but showed that I was a fan and had an answer locked and loaded. That wasn't normal. Uh, and then the other thing that there, it was funny because the guy walked and he stopped and he came back to me. So I was like, oh, I, I got something here. So then he asked me a follow up question because what they do is they'll ask you one question. If they like the question, they'll keep asking you if they're like, eh, this person's not the person. They'll move on to the next. So you can kind of fill them out. Uh, so then I got the follow up question of what's your favorite game? And everybody says the normal one. But I said, punch a bunch like people will say Plinko or whatever. Plinko, I said, yeah. punch a bunch. And he goes, oh, punch a bunch. I go, yeah. Because you win every time. And I further showed that I have knowledge. And the whole time, I'm just like, uh, and then I go to someone else. And usually when people would go on to the next person, they were like, oh, I'm, camera's off me. Not There's no camera, but like they relax. But I stayed engaged to every single person that was there. Then we get in line. And then after that, they make their notes. And you can, and then the people with me were like elbowing me because we we're in a group. They're like, the lady in the back was writing a bunch of stuff when you were talking. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, then you go to this other holding cell and you watch a video about what's going to happen. And then they finally let you into the studio and Brandon, isn't the studio the smallest studio compared to what you thought it was going to be? It's tiny dude. Yeah. On TV, it looks huge. But as soon as you walk in, you're like, Oh, this, this is it. It's like a movie theater. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tiny, but it's the brightest, most fun, like just eye orgasm of like, this is real. I'm here. This is insane. <laughs> and so when you go, uh, they play music and they're trying to pump everybody up. Well, I figure they're still watching this audience. So I'm going to stand up and dance like it's the Ellen DeGeneres show this entire time. So I'm like the only person in my group. And there's probably four people in the audience sporadically just up dancing to the music. Like, yeah, I'm here for a good time. So the show starts, uh, they call up all the contestants and I am, what do they have? Like five. I'm number five. So the first people that I got called up, I was the first round, the last of the first five. Um, so the first one comes up and, uh, it goes all the way through and I'm the last person. And like my first bid, it's hard because the lady, like back up the lady I was with too goes, Oh, I've been watching. I'm all researched. I know if you have any questions, just look back at me. Well, I look back to this lady multiple times. And she's like, eh, I don't know. Like she's just shrugging her shoulders. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I thought you were going to help me. Like she just hyped me up. Like I got you and gave me nothing. Uh, but it's so loud. I couldn't even hear the other people bidding. Like, so when they're going, you're just blindly throwing out numbers and just like, dude, I adrenaline calculate. It's hard. So I just spewed out things. Luckily the first time, I was able to say $1. And to me, that was the coolest thing in the world to be able to say $1 on the prices, right? It was a shitty bet, but it, it <laughs> wasn't going to win, but I got to say it. Uh, and it was funny too, because every person then after that, that would come up, I would hug. And Dan, our friend was like, you like literally just went up and hugged everyone. Like they were your best friend or like when people would win, I would go up and hug them. But that wasn't part of the act. I literally was just so stoked. <laughs> Right. Wow, that wasn't even the character that you'd, per, no, that you'd put I was on? Just, but I hugged this one lady that came next to me, and she was wearing a weave. And I literally pulled her weave oh, <laughs> that's so on good. the show. Dude. We're going to have but to do she, a watch-along of this on, on our Discord. Oh, I would way. love to. Yes. 
I gotta find the. Yeah, we gotta find the video and watch, do a watch along on Discord. 100%. I tried to get the episode, but paid I, members only. Anyone yeah, who's listening right now, freebies, no freebies on that one. But then the final <laughs> thing they, yeah, right. <laughs> we, We're uh, talking to prices right here. <laughs> yeah. So then this lady next to me ends up being a character herself. I remember her name was Portia, I believe, and uh, and her and I kind of just had a fake joking thing. And she bids $1. And I remember she goes, don't you do anything. And I'm putting up my fist. And I'm like, oh, are we going to fight? And I remember as I did, I'm like, this looks really bad that I'm raising my fist to a woman <laughs> on TV. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. But it was a joke. It was just like, you know, if you watch it, it doesn't sound like it anything. Does. I'll circle back to If that. you watch it, it doesn't sound like anything? No, it just looks like we're having fun. Like, oh, we're going to battle it out. Like, no, it just I, I, don't like, think, I don't think he caught what I just made fun of him for. Okay, go uh, ahead. That is, it looks like a what? <laughs> did you hit her <laughs> emotionally uh <laughs> so then she is i'm by last. the way i just got to cut you off real quick i thought you were going to tell us how you get on the show not your experience of being on the show well that's why i was like i don't know <laughs> we're here we're here we're already here we're already here we're this isn't a short version of video no, clip. So we're, we're, I asked you how you get on the show, not, hey, Sam, what was your experience on the show? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, but I, I will say putting on that character is fucking hard because I'm miserable at heart, and I tried really hard to fucking put that character on, and it sucks. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. as soon as, like, they were done talking to me, I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm just I'm fucking tired. I need to sit down. They have pizza over here. I'm going to need a piece of this pizza. Just everyone leave me alone. Yeah. Well, I got to, I, I totally agree. Afterwards, at the end, I remember I was the most, it was the most draining. I, I felt like I had worked out all day. I mean, after six hours of that adrenaline of being up and doing everything, I don't think I've ever been more oh, tired in my entire life. Poor guy. Going back to the adrenaline that you gave me so much shit for oh, talking about at our camping trip. Brandon, when you hear trip. him talking to Royal Lynn about him <laughs> running around on stage. Oh, she had the same thing. And now he's sitting there telling me doing this with his shoulders all day made him fucking tired. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I tell him, they ask me, we're at camping. I'm going to tell this story real quick. We're camping the, uh, the other weekend, and our other friend Mo's asking me questions about being on tour for the first time, and I'm just, I'm just answering questions, and Sam chimes in all high, and is like, oh, poor you, because I was talking about how like I have to run around for a couple hours on stage, adrenaline's going, I'm carrying around a 10-pound bass, so like my body was just sore by the end of the tour. And he was like, oh, poor baby, basically. And then now he's telling me that being on The Price is Right, was, he's never been more, you, this is a legit quote, never been more exhausted in my life, is what you just said. <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> so anyways, Price is Right is way harder than being a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. You know what? I do love this story, and we're going to have to come back to it, but we're, we, I didn't know it was going to take that long. I didn't know you were going to tell me every little detail about your day at anyway, the Anyway, I, right? I, I got to say $2. Next day <laughs> or Monday, I got Yahoo News did it, and the picture, if you Google Price is Right Troll, is me fighting a lady. Like, literally, they used the picture of me putting my fists up like I was physically fighting a lady on the Price is Right. Find that That's picture. Awesome. Let's post yeah, it. Yeah, I want the picture. Google Price is Right Troll. It pops up. Okay, let's do that. Let's put, let's get it posted and uh, put a link to this episode right now uh, up yeah, on that'll be the, Instagram. The... Yeah, that's that's the conversation, even though it was only the last 10 minutes of the episode. But And you, you get $300 for not going on stage, just so you know. 
for not going on stage? So just, it's like the minimum of being like a extra or whatever you get paid. So I got paid, anybody, everyone who was on the show got $300. And then if you go up on the stage, then you get whatever. <laughs> you do, you, you do remember that we're not videotaping this, right? Well, he's I know, just showing I'm just you. showing you. I'm just uh, showing yeah. you. Okay, Am I allowed okay. to show you? <laughs> Why do you keep showing your dick? Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Square up on this yes, dude. Yep, that's, that's the post today, yeah. right there. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. And the title of this episode is definitely The Price is Right is Harder Than Being a Rockstar. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Everybody, you know it's true. Um, but yeah, uh, that's fucking, that's it. All of that is very interesting, Sam. I had no idea that you were going to give us that much detail on it. And I know that there's more to it. So we're going to have to revisit this Price is Right thing. I was just bringing up a fun little thing to honor Bob Barker after he passed earlier this week. And I, I appreciate you knowing every detail be, uh, to your day there and sharing a little bit of it. But we'll, we'll come back to that for our paid members on Discord. We'll do a watch along and you'll get to shine and tell them every little detail. We're going to hit pause and let you talk and hit play again and let it keep going. Hit pause. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a play by play. And I can't wait for it this month. You know what we should do, though, too, is we should all next time I'm in California, go to an episode of The Price is Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm down. It's yeah, exhausting, though. I'll yeah, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. Yeah. It's it'll be cake for him because he's a rock star. <laughs> exactly, like, yeah, you're a rock star. You do this all day, every day. Yeah. Just bring your guitar. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> yeah, I your guitar, go, guys. Everybody, happy Labor Day, everybody at home. <laughs> Jesus, oh, we got all out tomorrow. I'm gonna get all caught up on on wrestling. I got to watch Dynamite Collision tonight. Dennis Rodman, hopefully he's around for All Out as well. That's that's uh, Sunday night. Uh, on pay-per-view. I love that they do the all-in and all-out right uh, weekends back-to-back, by the way. That's brilliant to me. So I think Darby's got a TN, uh, TNT title match tomorrow, so we'll be watching that. And I uh, hope everyone has a fun, safe weekend, holiday weekend. And, uh, yeah, drink a lot, but do it responsibly. Until next time, as always, cheers. <laughs>Hey, what's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week, I have in-depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up-and-coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week, I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts. And new episodes come out every Monday.